it's June, baby. Shout out to my Geminis. Hump day. I'm your host, Luis Mueller, and welcome to another episode of Loaded Talk, where we load the bases with MLB's hottest topics. Let's get right into it. Well, go ahead. Who's on first? Yes. I mean, the guy's name. Who? They got player first. Who? They got player first base. Who? They got first base. <laughs> Who is on first? Why are you asking me? I don't know. All right, we're going to try a little bit something new. Uh... In first base, we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Angels falling from heaven. All right, that's why I got this hat on. They've lost 13 straight games, guys, dating back to May 25th against the Texas Rangers. Their last win was May 24th. So on May 25th, they lost 7-2 to the Rangers. Then they went to the uh, then they stayed in LA and played the Blue Jays. They lost 6-3, 4-3, 6-5, 11-10. Then they went to New York. And they lost 9-1, 6-1, 2-1. Then they went back. Then they went to Philly, lost 10-0, 7-2, 9-7. Then Boston, 1-0, 6-5. So they're losing a ton of games right now. And it's not just one-run games. They're losing blowouts. They're losing uh, shootouts. They're losing pitching duels. They're losing close games late in, late in games. They just don't discriminate. They started this streak 27-17. Okay, 10 games over 500. Now they're 27 and 30 with a new manager. The Angels are there for a lack of better terms. They've been outscored in this 13 game span 84 runs against compared to 40 runs scored. That's an average of three runs per game. So it's not even just the pitching. It's the offense too. If I'm looking ahead, looking away from the camera, I'm looking at my notes, by the way. Just want to point that out. But like I said, they don't discriminate. They're losing the pitching duels. They're losing the shootouts. They're losing the blowouts. They're losing the close games. They just fired Joe Madden as manager. He started off as one of the best managers in the league. And this year, he started off this team as one of the best teams in the league. And then he just lost 12 straight. And went 27 and 29, now 27 and 30 after yesterday. He notably, Joe Madden, if you don't know who he is, he took Tampa in his first three seasons with the team from a 90-plus loss team to a pennant champion. Then he went to Chicago, and he helped the Cubs win their first World Series in 2016 in over 100 years. So when he signed with LA, he was already a scout for them prior to uh, being a manager in Tampa Bay. It was hyped. Everyone thought this was going to be the move that helped the Angels kind of win the AL West because they had Shohei Otani. They just got Rendon. They just got Joe Madden. They had Mike Trout already. Jared Walsh, I mean, he wasn't anything great yet, but he was going to be great. Joe Adele was a highly talented prospect. You had Brandon Marsh also, but they sucked his first year. They were bad. I'm going to be honest. And his excuse was that Shohei Otani was hurt. He had Tommy Juan, Tommy John. He had Tommy John surgery. He couldn't pitch. So in his three years as manager, his first year was the Shohei Otani excuse. His second year was Mike Trout was hurt. So yet last year, Mike Trout was hurt. So 2020 was his first year with Shohei Otani. Then 2021, Mike Trout was hurt. And then he added Thor this year. And then Mike Trout and Otani were healthy this year. And they started off great. This is what everyone was waiting for. But then they just fell apart, like, quickly, quicker than anyone could actually point it out, honestly. I think it's wild how quickly they, they, they fell apart. They've lost almost for two weeks straight, guys. 
that is almost as bad as the Cincinnati Reds in the beginning of the season. Since he's been hired in October 2019, Joe Madden, his record is 130 wins with 148 losses with a team with arguably the two best players in the MLB, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And then on top of that, you have Anthony Rendon and you just added Noah Syndergaard. So, yeah, the Angels never really had a good bullpen in the last couple of years, but Joe Madden, you, you, you helped the Rays make the pennant. You helped the Cubs break their curse. You can't even make the postseason with the two best players in the league, arguably. Now that he's gone, a former Yankee manager or a former Yankee coach is taking the role as manager in the, in the Angels. So you know it's a shit show over there. Phil Nevin, former third base coach of the New York Yankees, last year he didn't get his contract renewed with the Yankees because, hey, guys, if you didn't know this, he was the worst coach in the league for base running the Yankees were the worst team in base running last year and probably in defense up the middle especially behind the plate but that's not the point the point is Bill Nevin was not a great base running coach he was not a great third base coach he threw he got us thrown out a ton at home plate he got us thrown out a ton at third base he didn't steal a lot we didn't have a lot of speed per se but I mean at the minimum, you got to know your players and their skills. Hopefully, for the sake of the Angels and Anaheim, his managerial skills aren't as subpar as his base running skills, to be honest. But I don't see Phil Nevin changing much. I don't think that his presence in the dugout is going to change anything. His first game was basically the same thing that happened in the last three, in the last two weeks, 13 games. I expect the losing to continue. Until the series against the, the Red Sox is over, the two-game series that they're playing right now, today and tomorrow, then they have to play the Mets, okay? The second-best team in the league behind the Yankees. And then they got to play the Dodgers, arguably the best team in the league on paper. So don't expect the Angels to turn the boat around soon. It's going to be until they play Seattle after L.A., Okay, because right now they're facing some of the hottest teams in baseball and they're the coldest team in baseball. It just doesn't mix. It does not mix well. Nothing is clicking for this team. Nothing. Like I said, they've came close to ending the streak numerous times. How many one-run games have they lost? Six out of the 13 were one-run games, bro. The odds of that happening are slim to none. They're just getting baseballed over and over and over over again and I call it baseball because oh my god how do you how do you lose all right May 27th you lose to Toronto four to three the next day right okay actually pause rewind pause rewind May 27th you lose four three against Toronto the Blue Jays took the lead in the top half of the ninth inning the next day you lose again to Toronto six to five another one run game how they gave up three runs in the eighth inning for Toronto to take the lead. May 29th, they lost 11-10 to again to Toronto. How, you ask? Three runs in the seventh, two runs in the eighth. Another late-inning comeback. The Angels didn't score late in the game. My birthday, I was at this game, June 2nd. The Angels lost to the Yankees 2-1. to Jamison Tyon was throwing a perfect game through seven innings. And in the eighth, the Angels broke the, the perfect game. Jared Walsh hit a double 
and they scored the game's first run. The Yankees didn't do anything. Guess what? Bottom half of that inning, right after breaking up the perfect game, Archie Bradley gave up an RBI single to Anthony, a two-run single to Anthony Rizzo. Yankees win that game two to one. Four days later, June sixth, they lose one to nothing against the Red Sox. How? Michael Walker throws a complete game. <laughs> like you just can't make this up. Noah Syndergaard had a great game that day, it like a, a fantastic game that day, but the offense just was nowhere to be found. And then yesterday, June seventh. They lost 6-5 to five against Boston, and they lost in extras this time. So they're doing it as, as many ways as they can. They're doing it as many ways as they can in extras, one-run games, blowing leads, uh, just getting blown out, period. Um, I, I, losing shootouts, losing pitching duels. It's, it's remarkable how good you have to be to lose the, or how bad I, th- I think you have to be good. It's like failing a test almost. Like you can't get a zero on a test without knowing all the answers, right? Like you're bound to get lucky once in a while. You can't lose this many ball games unless you're good at baseball and you know how to lose at ball games. I, I, I'm a firm believer that the Angels are not a bad team. Cause like you, but they're losing. But they're losing, so you have to say they're bad. You can't even just blame one facet of the team. It's not just the bullpen. Like I said, they what's it called? They've lost those one-run games, right? And that that's rough, especially because they lost these run one-run games late in the game. May twenty-seventh, they lost it in the ninth. May twenty-eighth, they lost it in the eighth. May twenty uh May twenty-eighth, they lost it in the eighth. May twenty-ninth, they lost it in the seventh and the eighth. June second, they lost it in the eighth. June sixth, they got a complete game thrown against them. June seventh, they lost it in the tenth. Like you can't blame the bullpen only because those are six of the 13 games that they lost. They still lost, what, seven more? The, you, you, can't, you can't win there. You had a bad start against Texas. It's the, it's the starting rotation as well. I mean, we already went over the offense only scoring three runs per game in the last 13, so that's lackluster. But the starting rotation isn't any good. That's nothing to even – there's no pluses here. There is literally no pluses here. And on top of all of this, okay, on top of all of this, the worst part is that Anthony Rendon, in the middle of this streak, went down with an injury, right? On Monday, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be taking ground balls or whatever, but as of right now, as of yesterday, June 7th, Mike Trout was placed on the IL with a groin strain or something like that. So... They have to now play the Mets and the Dodgers without two of their top three players. And they just lost 13 in a row. It's looking kind of slow, Anaheim. I was really hot on you earlier this season, and you did me dirty. You did me so dirty. And also, I didn't even talk about Otani. He's not playing, he's not hitting at an MVP level this year. Don't get me wrong, he's still a very, very valuable player. I'm not saying he's not, but he's not hitting at the MVP caliber level he did last year. He's, I think, a batting around, I didn't check right now, but when I went to Yankee Stadium on my birthday, he was batting around 240, 230, I think. It was in the lower 200, so not ideal from Otani, but he's still pitching. He had a bad start against the Yankees, but he's not terrible. They looked so good in the beginning, and I want the Angels to be good. I want them to win the AOS. I want them to make the playoffs. I want Trout in the postseason. 
It Trout is like the LeBron of baseball, and he's only been in the postseason once. He hasn't even won a game, guys. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. We got to move on to second base because there's a different kind of Sleepy Joe on second, and Philly is done with him. I'm asking you, what's the guy's name on first base? Oh, no. What's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. All right, so this segment is going to be a little bit quicker because, honestly, I don't see Philadelphia or the Phillies, Philly, whatever you want to call them. I don't see them really being a threat in the postseason, um, mainly because their defense is doggy. Their defense is actually dog water. So <clears throat> this year, the Phillies started the season 22-29. and 29. They fired their coach, Joe Girardi, former Yankee coach, one of... Honestly, I like Joe. I like Joe Girardi. He's he's not a bad coach. I just think that the Phillies are a bad team. But, but now, hear me out. Bob not Nightingale, after Joe Girardi was fired, four games after it happened. Okay, pause, rewind. I do this all the time. I jumble over my words. Give me a second to catch my train of thought. In Joe's final six games, as manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, the Phillies scored a total of 26 runs in those six games. They went one and five. Okay? It went one and five. But with that being said, they played the New York Mets and the San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants were the best team in baseball last year, if you don't remember. And the Mets are the second best team in baseball this year, if you don't recall, if you're not keeping up so they went one and five they scored 4.3 runs per game to be honest that's not terrible I don't think that's bad I just think they ran into really good teams then they fired Joe okay to be fair Joe Girardi wasn't doing great before that he was 22 and 29 but after they fired him Bob Nightingale had an apple picking uh stat in my opinion this is like a stat that only supports uh, Bob Nightingale if he's trying to say that Joe Girardi was the reason why the Phillies were bad. Um, they scored 29 runs in the last four games that he's he hasn't been managing, right? So in four games, they scored 29 runs. In the last six games with Joe, they scored 26 runs. On paper, that looks like Joe Girardi is the reason why they were bad. No, you're wrong. To be fair, they played the other Sleepy Joe in Anaheim. The Angels, bro. We just finished talking about the Angels and how bad they were. They got blown out by Philadelphia. They lost 10-0, 7-2, and 9-7. Both teams were ice cold. And then Philadelphia fired their sleepy Joe first. And Joe, Joe Madden on the Anaheim Angels was still there. And he just sucked. Probably worse. It's, I mean, yes, the last game that they played. The Bob Nightingale stat was the last three games. They swept the Angels. Big whoop. Everyone's sweeping the Angels right now. The The biggest feat, in my opinion, is beating the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, it's a little bit impressive because they beat a really good starter. He had a great start. I, I think his name's Gonzalez. Uh, let's check. Hold on. I have, I have it up right here. Let me just pull up the right score. Um, it's a new pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. His name is something Gonzalez, I'm pretty sure. Oh, something Alexander. My fault. Um, I'm Jason Alexander, who has a 2.25 ERA this year. Only only two games started, so a very small sample size. 12 innings pitched, so he's not amazing. He has a high whip, so I, ex I assume his ERA is going to go up in the 
in the future, but he's not necessarily bad. He, he threw five innings of just one run baseball against the Phillies. They just ended up beating Hader with back-to-back home runs in the ninth. A miracle, in all honesty, because Josh Hader hasn't given up a run all season. So maybe the new voice in the locker room is going to help them win some more games. But overall, the Phillies are just such an underwhelming team, in my opinion. Like, on paper, they have Harper. They have Real Muto. They have Reese Hoskins, Aaron Nola. They have... um. Uh, Zach Wheeler, uh, I, I, I can name maybe a few more, but it's not really like Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, uh, Alec Bohm, who's not terrible. They they have a decent team. Corey Knable closing games. Like their team isn't terrible, but they're not a postseason team. And if they do make the postseason, they're not a winning team. Their defense is the worst defense in the league. I've talked about this before on my show. You need defense to win games, especially in the postseason. So, honestly, I can't even blame Joe Girardi. I'm a Yankee fan. I know what bad defense looks like. Gary Sanchez was my catcher for four or five years. Glaber Torres was my shortstop for a year or two. I know what bad defense looks like. And in my opinion, Gary Sanchez behind the plate and Glaber Torres up the middle for the Yankees was one of the leading reasons why they weren't hitting their full potential, why they weren't winning the division against the Rays, why they were struggling so much. They got rid of Gary and look at what happened to that pitching staff. It's now probably the second best pitching staff in the league behind the Dodgers, maybe the third behind the Dodgers and the Astros. They got they didn't get rid of Glaber, but they replaced Glaber up the middle with Isaiah Connor Falefa. That doesn't necessarily help the pitching, but it helps the ground ball uh, ground ball outs because his range is better, his defense is better. You're gonna get more outs to help your pitchers, helping the pitching again. Billy, on the other hand, is not that. They did not address their defense at all this offseason. We talked about their offseason in the bonus episode if you want to check that out. I'm not going to get too far into it, but when you have to choose between Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos as your starting outfielder, there's an issue somewhere in that system. There's an issue somewhere on that team. You cannot have those two playing. You cannot have one of those guys playing the field. I'm sorry. Those are DHs. They do not belong in the field. Their defense is a hindrance on what you can actually do because they're not going to track down those balls in the gap. They're such a mid-team, bro. I hate how much hype the Phillies get because every year they fail. Every year they prove that they're not good. Yet every single year... Everyone's like, oh, Bryce Harper, Real Jan 2, Real Moto, they're going to be great this year. They just got Castellanos and Schwarber. They didn't need Schwarber and Castellanos. They needed a freaking bullpen. They needed defense. They needed depth or supporting cast for Harper and Real Muto to actually make the postseason. They have none of it. Yes, they're doing better since the Girardi firing. I said this. But. Three of the four games that they've won in a row were against the coldest team in baseball. They just ran into a colder team than them. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Maybe that helps them turn, up, turn the ship around 
but I doubt it. I told you it was going to be a quick block. Let's talk about the New York Yankees being the best team in the freaking league, bro. I doubted them, and they proved me wrong, and I love it. I'll see you on third. I didn't even mention the guy's name on third base. Yes, you did. All right, then, who's playing third base? No, who's on first? I'm not asking you what's on first. What's on second? Who's on second? Who's on first? I don't know. He's third base. third base. Third base. All right, so we're going to do this one off the chromodome. I have... Four bullet points down on my doc. I usually have about a page and a half of notes. I only have four bullet points for this Yankees block. And here's why. I'm just going to go off of a, a fan kind of perspective. Look at the month of May and just vibe on how good this team is. Oh my God, the Yankees are so good. And now I'm I, I'm now admitting it. I didn't want to admit it because I didn't want to jinx anything. Knock on wood. Hold on one sec. But in the month of May, the New York Yankees went 19 and 9, outscoring their opponents 131 to 86, bro. That's almost a plus 50 run differential. I think that's what 45 maybe. Yeah, I think that's a 45 run differential. That's off the top of the uh, head. I ha I didn't do the math. I told you. Only four bullets. 19 and 9 in May is one. 131, 80, and 86 is the other. And then 4.7 runs per game. That's their average in their la in the month of May. They score almost about five runs per game. And in their last 13, here's the fourth bullet point, they're 11 and 2, the complete opposite of what the Angels are doing, who are 0 and 13. The, the, the Yankees are just 11 and 2. They're just that much better. And against the Yankees, the Angels sucked. Here's why. The pitching is phenomenal. The main issue with the Yankees has been defense and pitching in the last two, three, maybe even four years. Maybe you can you probably can include 2017. Their bullpen has been amazing, but it's their starting pitching that has always been kind of like the 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 fatal flaw of the Yankees. It's always unreliable is the best way to put it. But like I said last block, I think replacing Gary Sanchez behind the plate with Kyle Higashioka or his Jose Trevino, I would prefer Jose Trevino because he's hitting much better than Higgy is. But either way, we're focusing on defense behind the plate. And the reason why is because they steal strikes. They get outs. They get runners out on the base paths. They stop the stealing from happen happening. They allow pitchers to throw the ball in the dirt without worrying about pass balls. They allow pitchers to paint black more because they can frame better than Gary. There's a lot more things happening. Minor, like minor things happening in the baseball games that the Yankees are doing that they didn't do in the last couple of years. They're stealing bases. They're 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 clutch. They're 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 never out of a game. I feel like last year, two years ago, three years ago, we played the the Rays, we played the Red Sox, um, we played the Astros, and every time we play those teams, I'm just like, damn, we're gonna lose this series, or damn, I'm scared. We're like, or we start off really poorly. For example, the AL Wild Card last year, we played the Red Sox, we start off poorly, and immediately I'm like, we're out of this game. That's not the case anymore. We could start off poorly. We're not fully reliant on our offense actually producing. And now, this is what I mean by that. Let me open up MLB.com. 
I want to open up the schedule for the Yankees, and I'm going to go over the month of May, and we're going to go over the, the, the scores of the month of May. And this is what I think the scores of the month of May have to say. Six to four against the Royals to start the month, right? That's a normal baseball score. Three, two. That's a low scoring game. They beat the Blue Jays, three, two. Then they blow them out, nine, one. They lose against the Blue Jays. They beat the Rangers, two to one. They beat the Rangers, one to nothing. They beat the Blue Jays, six to five, five to three. Then they beat the White Sox, 15 to seven. So it's not reliant on the offense producing a ton of runs. The Rangers, they beat one nothing. What other team was a, a pitching duel? They beat the Orioles three two, two nothing, two nothing, um, nine one I guess against the Angels, but that's not a pitching duel. Two one against the Angels on June second, three nothing against the Tigers. Like the pitching staff is ridiculous my, right now, my man. They're the second best pitching staff in the league. Clay Holmes is one of the best closers in the league right now, and he's not even the official closer of the Yankees, which is nuts to me. He should be. He deserves the job. That guy is nuts. I mean, yes, when I went on June 2nd, he hit two batters, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I believe it was Shohei Otani. No, no, it wasn't. It was Mike Trout and uh, Jared Walsh, maybe. He hit back-to-back batters to load the bases, and it was really scary. I thought we were going to lose that game, but he clutched up, and that's the difference between the Yankees this year and last year, in my opinion. When their backs are against the wall, they pull through. They have the right, the right chemistry or the right makeup of this team, in my opinion, so Last year, when Glaber Torres would come up, when Giancarlo Stanton or Aaron Judge or Gary Sanchez would come up, or Kyle Higashioka, there was a lot of home run or nothing hitters. Joey Gallo, Aaron Hicks. There's a lot of players like Aaron Hicks, not as much, but there's a lot of players that are home run, strikeout, walk. Home run, strikeout, walk. Aaron Judge, not like that this year. Actually, not like that most years. But Stanton, Gallo, you you get the point. Sanchez, all those players, they're home run, walk, or strikeout. Like there's, they're not gonna do much. They're not gonna manufacture runs. And yes, the Yankees still struggle on manufacturing runs. That is true. I've watched it firsthand. They threw a perfect game through seven innings on June second and didn't score a run until the eighth. The next day, Garrett Cole threw another perfect game. They blew out the Tigers. Well, perfect game through uh, seven innings. Or eight innings, or I think it was seven. Um, and they blew out the Tigers thirteen nothing. So I don't know. Everything's just clicking for the Yankees when their pitching's not when their pitching's on. Their hitting is kind of lackluster, but the pitching wins the duels. When their pitching's not on, their offense is amazing. Sometimes they just click together, and you get that thirteen nothing game like against the the Tigers or the six one game against the the Angels ten four yesterday against the Twins, um nine one against the Angels on May thirty first like. I'm not going into too much of the stats because I don't want to bore you with a bunch of different numbers, but guys, the Yankees are a scary team right now, and honestly, this is one of the best Yankee teams I have watched personally, and the reason why I say that is because of the pitching. Pitching is first. Offense wins games. Offense wins regular season games, but pitching and defense wins championships, and that is what I'm looking forward to because the Yankees are going to make the postseason. And we're leading the division. We're leading the league. We could win the AL East. That is good. <laughs> we can get a bye. I don't necessarily want the bye. I would rather play the White Sox in the ALDS. But we can get the bye into the uh, ALDS. I don't know. 
This Yankees team is it's amazing. And they're the first first team to win 40. They're the first team to win 40 times in the season. And we're not even halfway through June. They're 40 and 15. In their first 55 games, they've won 40 of them. That's ridiculous. I don't care what any Met fan says. I, I listen to my old pod. I listen to my old episodes. I talk about the Yankees offense struggling a lot. It's heavily reliant on Judge and Stanton at the moment. But you have people like Rizzo in, on June 2nd coming up big who's been struggling. Rizzo's been struggling. Duhar came up. He just requested a trade, yeah. But he came up when Stanton was hurt, and he was hitting around 270. Like, people are stepping up right now, and they're doing a great job at at Aaron Boone. I, I, I roasted you a lot. I roasted you a lot. I still am not too fond of you. I think it's the players more than the manager. But you're doing, so far, a damn good job at managing that team. That team's bullpen, that team's rotation, and that team's lineup. Because you have a lot of big-name players that need to be filtered in and out of the game. And for, I think, the first week and a half, two weeks of the season, he didn't even have the same lineup once. Which is good because pitchers get to see a bunch of different hitters. And then also on top of that, more people are getting playing time. No one's really angry. Everyone's well-rested. Everyone's actually playing to the best of their ability. I like this. Keep it going. Don't slow down. Aaron Judge needs to stay healthy. That's all. Thanks for watching this, or thanks for listening to this episode of Loaded Talk. I'm sorry I didn't upload last week. Last week I went home for, I want to say, uh, a week and a half or so. Uh, it was for my uncle's birthday, my grandpa's birthday, my birthday, um, a wedding, a Yankee game. There was just a lot of crap happening. And I just had to take the week off. Uh, again, sorry I didn't upload last week. But now that I'm back, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I know I've been saying this last couple episodes and it hasn't been actually happening. But hopefully I can actually upload consistently in the next couple months. Um, I'm planning on doing one episode a week at least at the minimum. Uh, I'm doing a lot of other content creation. So if you're interested, t- check out my Twitch uh, check out my Instagram, twitch.tv slash LuisAntonio2. My Instagram is Louis with three eyes, dot 13. You can check us out on Twitter, at Loaded underscore talk. But that's going to unload the basis for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Again, thanks for listening. And I'm your host, Luis Mueller. Catch you next time.